When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chemist Warehouse June catalogue sale is on now. Find a massive 30% off the Thompson's Vitamin range. This is Super South with Joey Wheeler and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. No, in fact, two gentlemen who are far better looking, far more intelligent than both Joe Wheeler and Ricardo Ball. Of course, it's Mark Watson, and alongside of me, one of the greats, one of the all-black greats, one of Otago's finest and one of the Highlanders' greats, Josh Cronfeld. Evening to you, Josh. Welcome. Yeah, nice to be here, team. Nice to be here. Hey, um, just looking at the surf at Muriwai, where I live, it hasn't been bad surf. I'd imagine Raglan's been pretty good in the last day or so. Yeah, Raglan, Piha. It's been firing the whole sort of west coast, especially with the offshores, and uh, it's been uh, nice to sneak out, hit some waves. Mm, be rude not to. Right, let's put the focus on the Highlanders. Now, the Highlanders kept their own season alive with a 35-30 win um, at a pulsing Forsyth Bar Stadium on Friday. Falau Fakatava scoring in the right corner with 30 seconds to play. Now, the Reds led 14-0 early, then 27-14 early in the second half. Tom Lynott kicking a clutch 45-metre penalty from out wide to put the Reds ahead by three with four minutes to play, but the Highlanders came again to leave the Reds shattered. Pleasing to see this Highlanders team coming right at the right time of the season, heading into the playoffs and actually being able to perform in that last 20 minutes, an area where perhaps they have been guilty of maybe dropping their heads throughout the regular season, Josh. Yeah, well said. Um, I think it's been a frustrating thing as a fan to, to see so much potential uh, out there on the field, um, but it not being sort of that 80 mm. minutes um, application, you know, and uh, I, I think that's you know, like if we're gonna take that next step, it's it's getting that that percentage of of with ball in hand, uh, the mistakes just been reduced significantly. You know, we need to be in that sort of that sort of ninety five percentile sort of with respect to catch and pass. You know, like some of our decision makings with the pass this season um you know last play even you know like just trying to force the issue um rather than take your time and 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 make the break when it's really truly on um and i get that some passes are 50 50 but you look at say like the chiefs those when you're hot those 50-50s tend to stick and but you have to kind of work up to that you have mm. to build that and I feel like we knew we could play a type of game that was expansive and and explosive, dynamic and and creative, but uh, you know you have to kind of earn that almost. You, you know, take take your time and build into that, and we haven't really done that. Um, on the weekend, we saw glimmers of it again. Um, you know, where we, and that, to be honest, we, we did enough to get, get the job done. It was fantastic, but we're going to have to rise another little notch coming into this next weekend. 
you talk about that that ability to you know that, there's that old saying in rugby you always earn the right to go wide don't you and you've talked about there just being a little bit more patient taking your time just building now I'd imagine that Clark Dermody has that that has been the message so if that's the message but consistently the players are fighting to do it wh- why is that is that through a lack of experience oh, look, is that it, through a lack of combination what what leads to it I mean you've been oh, there it's it's a little bit of everything. It's not as and you and you know that Clark Dermody's saying the right things, and he he'll be uh, talking about um, you know keeping just take your time, make your passes, don't throw the wayward pass. You know um, we don't need to push it. You know build your phases. All it's probably like a broken record for them in a lot of ways. But when you're in the heat of the game and and the feel sometimes it feels right to throw those passes and um but if it's if it's not quite clicking yet um then that those passes just never ma- seem to make it you know like like i said teams that are you know hot and to watch at the moment and the chiefs are, are, are number one on that list they some of their passes are just woefully inappropriate <laughs> but they seem to go to hand and that's um because and i think some of that's because of that next level thinking you know because players are expecting that pass and uh, are capable of of uh, carrying on that flow you know they, they're just putting it into a space where no one is at the moment and it looks precarious but then all of a sudden someone's filling the hole and, and that's when teams are, are finding that sort of click um they're very hard to beat um but all teams are trying to find that and i i don't think there's a massive gap you know if you look at the top six in the competition to the bottom six you know like th- there isn't much in it other than that that percentage of accuracy um you know in, in the key areas like catch and pass, um, breakdown, you know, and then you and then your starting structures. And it's get those all right and the high percentage you're gonna be one of the top teams. Uh, Josh, last week we um talked about the fact that Shannon Rizal played at lock back to his familiar position of six uh, for this game against the Reds and Putty Putty Parkinson coming back into the Highlanders. Um were they were they as good this week versus the week before when Frizzell oh, was playing at lock? And you, you were you were very complimentary of Shannon Frizzell at lock. I thought, yeah, I think it suits him. Um, I don't know. I just felt like it gets him in, more into that tight loose versus that loose tight, <laughs> to use those expressions. But it just um, puts the ball in his in his hands a bit more, and uh, and that short phase part of the game and. Um, and he just has to get up, and you can, I think at, at lock you're in that middle part of the field, and you can follow the ball a little bit more. You're not bound by the structures of of what the team format or game plan is. You know, um, I'm still coming to grips with the fact that uh, in the modern game, you know, the the loose forward trio are really structured, where you know half one half or side will follow the ball for a couple of phases where the other side of the, the the scrum will wait for the ball to come back you know and 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 that happens defensively as well so it means that you you got guys occupying zones versus you know um just reading what's in front of them a little bit um i think you're still licensed to read it but i think 
often with by the dynamic of the structures within a team now that it, it's taken away from them to have that little bit of I don't know um, self injection into the moment, you know. Mm. Yeah, which I mean, you, which you, Michael Jones, sort of almost made famous. Yeah, look, uh, I, I know, you know, speaking to Sam Kane and and whatnot. Like, I had a free license to do what I did well uh, within the spectrum of the game, and um, you know, I know now, Sam. You know, speaking to Sam Kane, that some of those sort of things are, are taken away from you now, and because you're expected to run a a certain line that allows you to go from ruck to ruck or be first first man over the ball or you know um and so it takes you out of that that short line which might be a pop pass on the inside to put you into the open um and so consequently you don't i don't reckon you see that as much as you used to um but defensive patterns are different you know there's a whole lot of changes that happen but it, it so it does mean that um you you have to play this more modern style game and I just think it takes sometimes a little bit of the personality away from individual players. Mm. You know, like how Sam plays, for instance, now compared to when he was a young man, quite two different sort of roles that he plays, you know. Um, that's me breaking the position down pretty hard, though. Yeah, probably yeah. boring the shit out of people. No, no. Look, it's, it's <laughs> no, it's a wonderful insight because a lot of people do sit there, and you know, we I guess we do compare. We don't understand that how the game has changed, not in the detail that you've just provided. We think we do, but we don't. You know, we are ultimately just fans, and we saw it being played a certain way once growing up, and we expect it to be played the same way now. I want to talk about James Lynchies because I think he he he's um, you know he's had a season where he's been hampered by injury. Came off the bench this week. Came off the bench a couple of weeks ago. Does does he have a place in the starting lineup going forward, Lynchy? What do you make of him? In the loose. Um, well, I think he, 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 look this whole starting lineup thing. I think we just need to get rid of it. It's it, it's not what it's about anymore. It's a squad of twenty three, and yep. uh, at, at the end of the day, you just need to be picked. Um, and and those sort of key roles, you know, where we were making the changes like prop and loose forward and. Um, and sometimes it's more a lock orientation versus a, a loose forward orientation. Um, but, you know, it's about who comes on and offers impact. And if, if if James is more that role now, then that's okay, you know, and I think he'll just be pleased to be part of it. I mean, everyone wants to start and need your name called out first. That's, that's just what we've always known it to be. But I think in the modern game, it doesn't matter so much. Um, you know, you... You know, if you're an All Black, that's that's a test jersey. Whether you come on in the first five minutes or you come on in the end of the end of the game, so it's it's so our our, our outlook has to be different now. It's about what can that individual add when he comes on, and what change up does he bring by bringing his personality into the game. And that's they're the key um, things we need to think of. And James, whether he started or whether he comes on, uh, you know, at half time, or whether he comes on at the last five minutes, will be impeccable with what he does, and he'll push the fold um, as he is, as he always has. And um, I, I just think it, what a blessing to have a player like him on the on the on the I guess the backstraps of someone like Billy Harmon, and, and then um, 
Sean Willie, you know, like uh, the, they've got, uh, I've got that right, eh? I always want to call him Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Renton is, is a guy who I think is also still oh, up this year. Sorry, mate. I, I didn't mean to leave him out. I guess I was just talking in those mm. six, seven positions that we've yep. been. Brendan's just made the eight spot his his this season in some respects, um, and and he's been incredible. You know, I've I just loved what he what he's done, and I think you know maybe that's why I've liked having Shannon at um, you know in that lock role because it allows us to bring. Another Lynchies or or, or Withy or, or or Renton getting them on the field, you know. Um, our playing so. Josh, just just going back to your analysis of how the game's changed and the lines now that the open side or the blind side have to run to get to rucks, etc. And maybe it's taken out a little bit of the natural uh, instinct, etc. Does that is that why now we are seeing more uh, locks who can play in the loose and. And the reason why, you know, particularly the number six can slot in and play at lock, could that would, would that have been? Could you have done that back in your time? Oh, look, there were always players doing that. Um, you know, Jamie Joseph was a, you know, look if I go back to a very start, was it was a massive, um, you know, blindside flanker six, but. I know he slotted into the locking role at various times uh, for that reason, and. Um, and I know some of the locks at different times um, ended up playing at six. So, uh, look, I don't think it's a new thing. I think um, as as the games evolve, we've we've got probably more utility players that can go into that from that 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 loose side into the tight side, and and vice versa. Um, far easier than possibly in the older days, and 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 the other day. The often, you know, the the, the extra line-out option um, that it creates can be a wonderful thing to have for a team, you know, especially if it's if you've got a, a really good defensive line-out and you've got uh, another option that, um, to throw to, um, it, it makes it harder for that, that opposition to, to get one over you, you know. So I, I think it's, it's about... It's a lot, probably more so than my day. It's really about being thoughtful about who you're playing mm. and how you're playing them, and mm. and what style of game you're going to play. It's not just about um, what you do as a team on the field, and, and I mean that's part of what rugby will always be. But I think you know, in terms of being prepared and and being able to get one over a team, you really need to understand what a team's going to bring at line out time or bring at scrum time and have have an instant uh negate yeah for, an, for an, 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 they, yeah an instant response to be able to yeah as you said negate uh, what they're trying to do but at the same time uh not I, I guess not um, shifting the game too far away yeah. from your own sort of structure. We are yeah. you, you are listening to Super South. Mark Watson alongside of me, All Black Great, Highlander Great, Josh Cromfeld. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll put the spotlight and focus on this weekend's game when they take on the Blues at Eden Park. 
No, in fact, it's rest and rotation. It's Watson and Cromfeld bringing you Super South, celebrating all things to do with Highlanders rugby, all black great Josh Cromfeld, my co-host. Right, uh, Josh, let's have a look at this one because it is the Blues at Eden Park, which is a fortress for them, a Highlanders team that seems to be coming right, but a Blues team that's also hitting their straps at the right time of the year. Um, how do the Highlanders negate the attacking weapons that the Blues do have, particularly out wide? Oh, you just don't let them have the ball, I think. <clears throat> so your your kicking has to be immaculate. So if you're kicking a ball to kick and chase, your chase has to be in their faces and put, putting pressure on the ball. Um, or if you're kicking for field position, it has to go out, so you're restarting. You just take the ball away from them. Um, and it uh, means building phases, looking at, you know, controlling the ball when you've got it, and um, and just dominating dominating that sort of contact area um, at, with continued phase play, you know. Um, but on the flip side of all of that, you whenever you get up into their end, um, you have to put points on the on 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 the board, and um, hard to do against this blue side. They're a very good side, you know. Um, but have seen them come unhinged yep. uh, a few times. Yeah, so there is potential to do that, um, but it'll have to be a really special game um, by our Hollanders, and they're capable of it. Um, they, but it needs to be eighty minutes, and they have to be on song from word go, and and chance around when it's on, but also just um, you, you can't you can't give them the ball cheaply, and that's been one of the few things we've done too much, I think, uh, with the Highlanders this year. Okay, so, so again, this will give you give our uh, Highlanders fans some context here. So if you're the Blues, though, and you're looking at the tapes and you're looking at this Highlanders team and you're looking for weakness, from what you've seen, what would you identify as the Highlanders' weakness? And therefore, I guess that will be an area that the Highlanders will need to make sure they are better at. Well, our exit after a kickoff's not fabulous. Um, you know, if we look at all the games, we, we often see, you know, like um, we'll score a try or do something amazing and you go, yeah, and then the other team comes back and scores almost straight away. And uh, so we need to stop there and, and, and just really have a solid, clean exit from, you know, being the ball being kicked back into our half. And I... That's being patient, um, but also if with our exit, we can't just give it to them with an easy kick into space. You know, it's got to be we've got to pressure every situation, um, and we're capable of doing it. I've seen it. Um, it's just being able to do that for eighty minutes is is hard in this competition. Mm, yeah, no. Look, it should be a classic, but um, you know, two teams that yeah, hopefully do express. Oh, themselves. it's going to be a great game. Like I, 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 I don't doubt that. Look, I, I fully feel that this um, Hollanders team um, could sneak sneak in uh, and, and sneak a win. I mean, it's always really hard to do uh, up at, here in Eden Eden Park, but um, it's doable. Like I, I, I know. Um, this they've got a couple of stars that are just absolutely flying. Like Talia is just he's next level at the moment. But if he hasn't got the ball, 
he there's not much he can do. Um, and and then some of their their playmakers, genuine playmakers moment, aren't really firing. I don't feel. And so uh, every opportunity they they're going to be trying to push push the fold. We should be just shutting them down. And um, if we do that, you know, we could definitely unhinge them and and sneak a win and. What a great, what a great place to do it at Eden Park. Yeah, no, I, love, I love your thinking, Josh. I love your thinking. Now, uh, Chemist Warehouse, Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. So, Josh, who is your DHL Super Rugby Highlander of the week? Um, so, from the game that's just gone against the Reds. Yeah, I like. I just want to put a mention out from the Ricky. I, I just like. Um, the way that he's been playing uh, Jonah, um, just with the way he, he just looks exciting. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, you know, you could have given it to a number of players in that in that, in that that game over the weekend, but I just like the way that he just, every time he gets the ball in his hands, you're going, oh, something's going to happen, something's going to happen. And that's, that's a great feeling, uh, I, I think, as a person sitting on the couch to watch. So he's my pick. Okay, and your DHL Super Rugby Pacific Player of the Round. Oh, man, so hard. Um, Sean Stevenson, I reckon, has had an amazing season this year. Um, and I, I could have safely gone there, but, I, you know, I've, my, my roots are in the loose forwards, so I'm going to go with uh, Luke Jacob. Jacobson. Oh, you're a, be- you're a beautiful man, eh? He's playing well, isn't he? For the yeah. Yeah, He's starting to put some, find that form. Yeah, I got a bit of mongrel about I him. Hope, I like him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's finding his rhythm, and I feel like you know he's been uh, bouncing around a little bit positionally in terms of six and then eight and then six and eight and and uh, you know I had a conversation and I just said I'd love to see you just sink your teeth into one position, you know. So you can really make it your own, and I feel like this year eight has has he's done that, um, and he's starting to really shine. And it's a great time of the year to be shining too. Uh, so you know, because uh, obviously there's some people that uh, are looking at that position, and uh, you know, so it'd be good to see him uh, maybe get a nod at going into a pretty special competition coming up. Okay, Josh. Just finally, um, Highlanders by how many over the Blues at Eden Park? <laughs> oh, come on, come on, mate! Pe- pe- there are people listening on this. People are about to hit their TAB accounts based on what you're oh. about to say. Okay, no pressure here, big guy. Look, I, I want to say it probably end up being a high-scoring game, and uh, you know, like in the 30s and stuff like that. But if if we do what we have to do, I think it'll end up being quite low, and it'll be like a 24. Um, to 21 to the Hollanders. 24 you know? 21. We, have we written that down, Ben? 24 21. Okay. Everybody out there? But, Don't put but, your mortgage on it. But, but anyway. That's, but that's, 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 that's if we do what, you know, and that means that we have to own the ball for, you know, 80% of the time and and just watch the Blues make mistakes trying to play catch up. You know? and, and, um, and they have to follow your game plan. You'd be a really good coach because your game plan's brilliant and you were sort of really political. You're a really good politician in providing me that answer. And so you've got all the attributes of being a great coach, Josh. Oh, look, I hate hate, uh, having to pick scores and stuff like that. I very rarely get scores right. I often get outcomes right um, and unique ones. But um, 
and people aren't expecting it. So I'd like this to be one of those ones where people aren't expecting it. So mm. it's it's always always good to see the blue and gold get up. And maroon, sorry, should can't forget that colour. Hey, get well, up and. and well, Josh, lovely, lovely again having you on the program tonight. Coming off the bench for Super South, mate, absolutely magnificent, wonderful analysis. Really appreciate it. No worries, anytime. There you go, Josh Cronfield, Super South, Chemist Warehouse, the house, the real house of fragrances. DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Special thanks to DHL. It is twenty-eight minutes after seven.